This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, man. And just like that, we're live on a hashtag VooveCentral, which is, of course, uh, audio streaming on CliffCentral.com. Plus, uh, we're video streaming in the Voove app, which is in the Google Play and the Apple App Store, and on DSTV Channel 196. And today, really pulled out all the stops. We had to send the private jet. It's the only reason yeah. that he's in South Africa right now is for this year moment. Uh, why is he in the building? What's happening, sir? Yeah, I'm good. You know, I, I enjoyed the, the, the food on the, on the trip. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we catered. Exactly to uh, every every whim of yours, no, um, but you have been very busy while you've been in South Africa doing lots of different things. There's yeah. lots of pictures of you and very popular people in SA circulating the social medias. Uh, so, what is the trip all about? Well, I mean, initially, you know, I came out here to perform at the Big Brother Nigeria yes. eviction show, and you know, I mean, right after that, as soon as I was done with that, I was like, okay, peace out. You know, I'm trying to see what's really happening out here because. The last time I was in South Africa was in 2016. Crazy. So, I mean, I'm out here right now and I'm like, yo, what took me so long? You know, cause, you know, I'm, I'm big on the music out here. I'm big on a lot of artists out here. So, I mean, I've been able to get in the studio with Cass and mm. Gemini and also Nasty and Gemini again. So, I mean, it's, it's been a very productive trip so far. Very cool. Yeah. Now, your passport must look really, really cool because uh, <laughs> South Africa in March, then in London, you kicked off the year in a really cool way in yeah. January. Yeah. Um, and you were super busy there doing lots of things with BBC, lots of stuff. What happened in, in Jan? It was a good start to the year. Yeah, January, I had my first, very first ever headline concert. And, you know, I mean... I, I didn't expect the turnout. I didn't expect, you know, the other artists that showed up as well because on the night there were surprise guests, Lodo Boys, who are like really, you know, buzzing right now in the UK. Mm. Um, Files as well came out and the number one surprise guest, you know, he surprised me and also surprised the rest of the crowd was Whiskey. You know, he, he got into London that day and he came straight from the airport just to support. And he ended up getting on stage as well. So, so dope. it was, it was like, it was so unreal. Like the rest of the week, I was just, you know, I was just <laughs> reliving every moment of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it must be really cool for you. You make a song, uh, in a studio somewhere and yeah. you just have no idea where it's going to go. And it takes you all around the world. I mean, do you ever start getting used to that? The idea that you make it in this sort of room with four walls and it yeah. just goes everywhere. I, I think that's one feeling that I can never get used to because, you know, it's from the beginning process, like, you know, selecting the beats and, you know, deciding what you're going to sing. OK, we're going to use these lyrics. We're going to sing this way. We're going to use this flow. And eventually when it gets to the ears of, you know, the consumers, it's it's never I don't think there's anyone that could say, you know, there's a plan that's set in stone. Like, OK, mm. you know, when I wake up in the morning, I have to drink something like this before I go and make music. Now, it's it's always spontaneous. Like, there are times where, you know, we record in hotels. There are times where I've, I've actually recorded in a car before. Hmm. So it's like, you know, times like that. And then when the finished product comes out and people go crazy over the songs and you're like, that song that we just made in the living room yeah. or we made in the studio or made in the hotel so I mean it, it never gets old it's always a, it's always a wonderful feeling that's really cool I guess it lives with you everywhere you go you don't have to be confined to a studio nah, nah. hanging out with uh, YC uh, and of course we're uh, on Vuv right now and uh, you can uh, check it out in the Vuv app in the Google Play and the Apple App Store um, different questions coming through people sending gifts uh, Candy Kins just wants a shout out from you. She's been asking like 150 times, yeah, across the stream. So oh, yeah. Candy Kins, Candy I'm sure Kins, shout cool. out to Candy Kins. That's a cool handle. <laughs> it is, careful what you say now. You're gonna start a thing. Um, so here's a question I want to ask you. Right, you are what 25, right? Yeah, yeah. Just 
Um, and there's probably, we could probably safely say 80% of 25-year-olds want to be in a similar position to what you're in in life right now. Yeah. Super successful. You've cut through the clutter. You've made it in a very difficult industry. What do you think it is about you that's enabled you to surge past everybody else? Because a lot of young people are trying to make it in music in 2018. Yeah. I think I think one of the things about myself and not just myself, you know, my team, my management, my label is... When it comes to what we do, you know, we believe we're doing what we are doing like no other person. So when it comes to like, you know, putting out music or making decisions, you know, shooting videos and everything, we like to do things our own way. You know, when you start thinking about, oh, okay, what's that guy singing? What's the new trend? Who's, who's, who's doing what? You know, as opposed to actually trying to say, okay, what's buzzing right now? What's going to be buzzing in the next two months? You know, you try to create the trend. So I think for me, the thing about me is just the fact that I am, you know, I like to say I'm very different from a lot of artists out there. And the fact that I rap and I sing. And when I want to make music, I, I always, always, always blend those two characteristics together. So, and, you know, it might be the good looks. <laughs> Tell me about kind of striking the balance between doing stuff that's new and then being consistent in what it is that people like you for in the first place. Because I think a lot of artists fall into this trap of, you know, they do something, they get successful for it, then they change up the recipe, and then everyone's like, who are you? And it changes. I think, you know, the key about, you know, managing that situation is you you have to understand, like, it's an easy process. You know, take sports, for example. If you start off as a defender, you don't just overnight move mm. to play in the strike position you know it's something that you have to ease into you maybe from defense you move to midfield from midfield so at least people see that transition not that okay you put out you know one song and then the next day you come out with a rock joint and they're like oh what's up mm. what's going on you know so it's it's something that you always you that's you just always have to involve your fan base in whatever in whatever decision you're making because with the age of technology that we have now in innovation yeah. you know you have people that Right now, the fans are closer to the artist more than ever. So take, for example, situations where you might be in the studio and you're going live. You know, just little impute from fans and they'll be like, oh, that's hot. Drop it right now. Or, mm, what's this? We're not, too, we're not feeling yeah, yeah. it too much. So I think the key thing is to understand that, you know, in as much as you have a fan base that will listen to your music no matter what, you also have to bear in mind that they are the ones you're making the music for. Yeah. So if they don't like it, then, you know, it's it's a waste of time. It's completely off. So And understanding the fact that as a creative, you know, you're always trying, we are always trying to evolve. You know, you don't want to keep doing the same thing you were doing like two years ago. So I think it's it's pretty much just hard work, you know, working on something and being able to present it in a way that doesn't throw the fans off. What do you think it is, is like the biggest misconception about you that people have? Maybe they follow you on Instagram, they follow you on Twitter, and they have an idea. You already know the answer because you laugh like you know the answer. So what is it? I think I think people think like, you know, YC is a chronic womanizer and you know, very, 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 you know, heart, but people think I'm a heartbreaker, but... You know, I always say all the time, like, I'm, don't forget the hard looks. I'm a really, really cute, soft teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> what do your exes say about you? What's their feedback? I don't mean, we, I talk to all my exes. I'm on good terms with all my okay. exes. Yeah. Like, and that's, a, there's a lot. It of must them. be hard for them because it seems like you're getting more and more successful. So how can they say bad things? <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, a lot of different people entering the room. Shout out to Swati Bay. Uh, shout out to Isonic. Uh, shout out to Ensha. Satheria. Uh, shout out again to uh, NK there. Lots of people hanging out. Bonnie V entering the room. People sending gifts on Vuv. We're live on DSTV 196. Hanging out with uh, 
YC. So you started the year in a really, really great way. Yeah. Um, are you pretty specific around what your April, May, June, July is going to look like? Or do you kind of go with the flow? Mm, when I think when it comes to specifics, most of what we know is, you know, when we're putting out music, where we're going to be. And, you know, I think most of what we would be doing as of right now, you know, as far as August is already like I know what I'm going to be doing to August. Yeah. I know when I'm going to be putting music out. I know by God's grace in August my album, my debut album should be out. So cool. And yeah, that's it. You know, uh, come in, chat. This guy is the best. Uh, keep the spirit. Um, when you go to new territories, it must be cool for you because you've probably got like sort of a really strong following in that territory, but it also gives you the opportunity to connect with new yeah, fans. Definitely, definitely. What do you think are the personality traits of a YC fan? What kind of person are they? Hmm. A YC fan. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good I question. I mean, you can be very honest. Yeah. You can say they're attractive. <laughs> they are between the ages of 20 and 30, like from a target market research no, definitely, perspective. Definitely age-wise, you know, they go as low as... 10, 11, all the way up to about cool. 35. So, cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's always a good thing. Like, anytime I see a YC fan, you know, most times they don't believe they see me. Cause I'm, I'm hardly out. You know, I don't, I don't really go out as much. Like, most times I'm only out like late nights, you know, that's when we move. But <laughs> <laughs> when they see me during the day, they, most times people come to me and they're like, are you YC? I'm like, no, I'm his cousin. You know, okay. we're, we're related. <laughs> And, you know, most of my fans are like really, really playful because I'm very playful as well. And, you know, majority of my fans are female, so they're definitely good looking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so one day I also want to be cool enough to say like we roll at night. That's when we make moves. <laughs> Not like nine o'clock in the morning till five in the afternoon, like a normal job. Maybe in another life I'll come back and pull off a sentence like that the way that you just did. But there is this natural coolness. Now, have you always been kind of naturally cool? Were you that kid at school where everyone was like, uh, we really want to roll with him, or did you do like a transition, or what was the story? I think, I think you know, more or less, I'm, I, I used to be, you know, only cool and jovial around people I was like familiar with. Like, you know, I had a bunch of my friends. Like, whenever my friends, you know, I'm, I'm always making them laugh. I'm always, you know, doing geeky stuff and everything. But, you know, when I finished high school and everybody went their separate ways, mm. and I started making music. So, I mean, most times, you know, you're always meeting new people every day. So, initially, yo, I was, you know, very quiet. I think to a point I was very shy. So, most times, the only thing, the only time I was like vicious was when it was time to record, I go into the boot and do what I had to do. But as soon as I come out, I'm just like this. Like, you know? <laughs> so, over time, over time, I had to understand that, you know, people started getting the wrong vibe from me because... Yeah. When stuff like that happens, you know, you walk into a studio, you're just calm, sitting back, and then it's time to record. You go in there, you kill the track, and then you come out, and you're just like... So people were starting to think, oh, this guy's proud. This dude's proud. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think you're the only guy that's good at music? Mm. And, you know, so I started... I had to, like, you know, start learning certain traits, knowing when to, you know, crack jokes, knowing when to say, oh, hello, and always just... It's just being polite, pretty much, you know. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, why is he so cool? I'm just like, it's just politeness because... Most anywhere I go, I still introduce myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm YC. And they're like, yeah, I know who you are. I say, I'm just, you know, I'm used to it. Yeah. So you handle it well. Now, your parents, what do they think of how this has all turned out? They must be like super stoked because every kid <laughs> says to their parents, I'm going to be massive in music. Yeah. You really have gone on to become really big in music. I think, you know, my dad was late when he passed when I was young, but my mom, you know, when I initially started recording music, because I started off recording music in, you know, my bedroom. Mm. So back then, my brother and I, my brother was learning to how to produce so i was like the test subject for his beats so we would lock the door you know lock up the windows
windows and record. Like there were times we'd be recording, and my mom would bump into the room and be like, "Oh, sorry." So initially, everyone, like my cousins, my aunties, everyone thought like, "Oh, it was just a phase. Everything was going to pass." You know, he wants to make music. Okay, cool. Let's just let him do it. Mm. So it's not like they, like you know, I would say they killed my dreams and everything, and. Off just, you know, recording at home. I put out a mixtape. People would come, you know, talk to my mom and, ah, have you heard your son's music? So you cool. Know, you know, it's nice. And she's like, oh, mm, mm. <laughs> Then one day I just called her and I'm like, yo, mom, I got a record deal. And I don't think she really understood the gravity up until the very first video we shot and it got on TV. Yeah. And people were like, yo, you know, Demi's on TV. And he's like, ah, it's really, you know. And from that point, I think she understood that okay, this has pretty much transitioned from a hobby mm. to like a full time profession. So, from fast forward from 2012 to now, there are times my mom gets angry when you know I do interviews or I have like you know live shows that are being televised on television, and I and I don't tell her that I'm performing so she could watch. You know, it's, it's, she's been super, super, super supportive. Yeah. You know, she prays for me. She listens to my music. Like most times, I only send her like the clean edits. So <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, but she listens to my music. You know, she asks, she provides input. She's like, why didn't you guys shoot a video for this song? You know, and, uh, she's really, really cool. And I mean, I guess it's about, you know, it's about making money. It's about accolades and stuff. But your definition of success must include like, what the people that are really close to you think about you and feel towards you and yeah, what their sentiment is. Definitely, Because, I mean, for me, you know, aside being signed to the label, like Sunny Entertainment, you know, aside having someone invest in funds, you also have to understand that these people are not just investing money. They're also investing parts of their lives. They're investing mm-hmm. their time. So, I mean, for somebody to wake up and, you know, listen to my music and be like, you know what, I want to work with you. I want to do this for you. I will gladly do this for you. It's, it goes, it, I think it goes beyond any form of monetary compensation because that's something that money really can't buy. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out with uh, YC on uh, hashtag Vuv Central. And in a bit, uh, we're going to touch base with him uh, just on cliffcentral.com. So if you want to stick around for the interview, you totally can. But just before we say uh, cheers on Vuv Central, uh, just tell me quickly what your handles are in case people want to find you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram with the same handle. I am underscore YCEE. Dope. And uh, more with uh, YC on cliffcentral.com next. Kelman on yeah, man. Uh, so really, really cool hang with uh, YC on uh, DSTV 196 Hi, and uh, Vuv just now. Um, but dude, I want to find out from you um, if you ever thought that it would like really actually take off when you were sitting in the bedroom with your brother, like making the stuff happen. Because there's got to be a difference between dreaming it and doing it, right? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know... The thing about success is no matter how how much you crave it no matter how much you envision it 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 will always ex- exceed your expectations cuz i mean you know i had the idea i was like okay i want to do this i want to i'm i'm going to do this but when the songs actually started becoming hit records and when you know the fan base started getting bigger mm-hmm. i couldn't have expected like what a lot of people were doing like you know there's people that hit me up and they're like yo you know your music makes me feel a certain way and i'm like I never thought that, you know, I would make music that would make people mm. feel something. So it's it's always a good thing, you know, to know that, okay, you set a goal for yourself and then you see yourself going beyond that goal. And even when you get there, because there's something I always say a lot, like there's always a higher level than the top. So I always keep my dreams as wild as possible. 
And I would imagine that when you start like achieving stuff, then you just want more because you start believing exactly. that it's possible. It's good. Definitely, like, that's it right there. Everything's possible because I mean, me going from you know being making music, and I wasn't let, like for the longest time nobody knew I was making music. I was just recording it. You know, it was just on my phone. Maybe a handful of my friends, you know, would listen. And when people started, a lot more people started listening and started. They were like, "Yo, you should put this out. Put this out." And when I put it out, you know, I thought people were gonna bash it, but people accepted it. So it gave me that confidence to even go further and know what you know. We might we might just take this all the way up. Now tell me about um choosing the people around you and how you go about that. Because obviously yeah. the more successful you become, the more people want to be associated with you and you've got to keep it tight and lean and the right people around you. Yeah. I think you know, I just I'm I'm very, very quiet when I meet people for the first time because I'm pretty much just reading your energy and knowing, you know, what you're about, what's your vibe, like what's your drive, what 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 are you really about? Because, I mean, I meet a whole lot of people every day. You know, we just meet for the first time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's not really that room to let people in, you know, and I'm I'm a very, very private person. Like I always like to keep my personal life personal and everything. So understandably there's people that just, you know, there's fans that want to be in that personal circle, but you know, you have to make them understand that they can't be in there. So, I mean, I just ha- I like first things first. You have to relate to the kind of music I relate with because mm. that's like ninety percent of the time. Even when I'm not listening to music, music is playing around me. Yeah, like just there in the ambient. So I wouldn't want to be around someone that's like, oh, what song is that? Change that song. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I I always like to keep people around me that are of the same, you know, the same common ground and the same mm. common goals and dreams. So that way, you know, it's it's even easier for me to be myself because my management, my label, like it's one big family, mm. regardless of, you know, the music business that unites us all. We all have to have that relationship. That way work is even, you know, work doesn't even feel like work most of the time. Now, what's really dope about how you've kind of packaged the offering um, or put yourself out sort of to the world is that it's not just from a sort of this is my song perspective there's a whole lifestyle kind of associated yeah. um there's so much uh, stuff online and so much talk around just the way you dress the way you come across um the way that you put your visuals together whether it's a music video whether it's a photo shoot um whether it's the brands that you work with mm-hmm. um that sort of sense of style and sense of awareness when it comes to just how you're branding yourself in that um is that inspired by anyone or do you just really know what items to take out of a shopping center you know i think it work yeah i feel like most of the time you know a lot of people are like man you know why she's what, what's why she wearing you yeah, know? so cool and, dope. and most most times it's just like random stuff like this, this jacket i had on it was a plain jacket before and you know sometime last year i had an autograph session and people came you know when i put out my ep we had an autograph session and i was like okay you know what you know i'm gonna sign your cds and in turn i have this plain jacket so when you get a cd and i sign it while i'm signing your cd you're signing my jacket so these are like signatures of like fans that came out like all around it that's so cool so i just you know i like to i like to personalize my stuff because i mean it's i I wouldn't want to be wearing the same gucci shirt that that Mm. dude is wearing so you know it's, it has to be personal style. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be easily accessible. And mm. it also has to have a piece of me attached to it. So whatever I wear, like I rip my jeans myself, you know, I like to always, always be ahead of the curve. And I'm, you know, aside music, I think I would 
find myself at some point, you know, going into fashion or modeling because yeah. it's it's really something that I like doing. So, and when most times people are like, oh my god, why is he, oh? and I'm like, bro, it's just simple stuff. Like that's that's actually what people don't understand about fashion. You know, the simpler you are. I think it, it leaves a lasting memory because when you come out, you're like, oh, you have a Gucci hat on, you have a Louis V shirt on, you have, you know, it's just, it, it's, it, it gets a bit too much. You know, yeah. it's just about moderation and knowing what, how to combine and also just, you know, listening to the trends and all. One thing I always try to do is be ahead of the trend. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. No wonder people think that you're such a style icon because, I mean, mm. who else has a jacket that was signed by their fans if they didn't? <laughs> like, I mean, again, things I wish I could one day say. All right. Uh, we got to land it. Uh, Producer Pales is going to ask you uh, one final question and then we're going to get a, a final thought from you and just a uh, heads up on how people can be as successful as what you are. Producer Pales, one question. What is it that you want to ask YC? Test one. Go for it. Okay. So, of all the countries that he's been to, uh, what girls does he feel that are <laughs> the most beautiful or he could uh, tap? I have a top five. Oh, wow. Top five. Okay. No, like, okay. right now, like, just right now, like, you know, I, I appreciate women so much. I love women. Like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat anything, you know. I feel like women are the bane of existence. Like it's it's without women there's no life. So I always like to respect women. And top five in no particular order, you know. Um I feel like producer Bless, do you have a notepad with you? Are you writing <laughs> this down? We are actually writing things down. We're like, you can get the podcast. <laughs> you know, top five in no particular order. You know, I would say Nigerian women are very beautiful. You know, South African women. Yes. <laughs> um Somali definitely um Indian and lastly oh man I'm trying I'm trying to see you know I'm thinking which one of my girlfriends I don't want to leave out. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, now. Okay. Um I would say lastly lastly I think Asian Asian women are also beautiful in a special way. He landed it with a whole continent, not just a country, <laughs> you know, it's a continent. No, he's being very diplomatic about it. He doesn't want to just pinpoint uh. one. <laughs> Listen, bro, it's been so cool uh, having you past. If people take away, because you know people, they can listen to something for 30 minutes and then you ask them, what did you listen to? They have no idea. Yeah. But if they take away one thing from this conversation, one thing about YC that they carry with them until the end of time, what do you want that one thing to be? You know, I want that one thing to be that, you know, YC is as human as the rest of them. Because I feel like the age of celebrities has gone beyond where, you know, we used to see like the Michael Jacksons and people felt like, you know, these guys are like not human. So that's why you see a lot of celebrities are held, held to such high standard. Mm. But, you know, I also like to make people understand that I am cool and approachable and, you know, I'm just like you, like I'm going through the same stuff. Every other person, well, not exactly the same stuff, but, you know, we all have things like we all live the same lives, regardless of who's, jetting off to what country or who has you know the most likes on instagram you know we're all human beings at the end of the day so you know i always like to hit that because you know most people hold me to high standards and i'm Mm -hmm. like i just i'm just here to have a good time make good music and watch cartoons while i'm doing it i dig it yeah uh yeah what a rock star dude thank you so much for stopping by that's uh thanks for having me if you missed anything uh, you can get the podcast over at cliffcentral.com it'll be in itunes in a little bit Uh, so thanks so much for stopping by yeah
Mike Hillman on cliffcentral.com.